Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dreams Unlimited Travel Podcast. My name is John Magi, and I will be your host. And for this episode, we're coming to you from our balcony on Royal Caribbean Cruise Line's Explorer of the Seas on our seven-night Alaska sailing. I'm joined by Client Services Manager for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Kevin Close. Hi, everybody. Consultant for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Tracy Heinrichs. Hi, everyone. And that's it. That's all we could fit on our balcony. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We had hoped to give you a better shot. We had hoped to give you a shot of the ocean, but unfortunately, that didn't really work. It was too much sun behind us, so we hope you get a little bit of a view of what it looks like from our balcony on the ship. Kevin and I are in an owner's suite. Uh, later, we'll show you uh, a view from Chris and Tracy's balcony. I'll just might put my hand over the camera. <laughs> I was just thinking this balcony is the size of our stateroom. <laughs> so if you're looking at this shot right now, you know what size our stateroom is. That's right. Chris and Tracy are in. Uh, again, coming to you from our seven-night Alaska sailing, we did a group cruise on Explorer of the Seas. We're at, what, day five? Yes, day five. Yes, day five. Yes, day five. And <laughs> it's good when we all agree. <laughs> it is good when we all agree. Um, coming to the end of our vacation, coming to the end of our cruise, but uh, this was our last sea day, so we thought we would uh, try to get a show in and uh, record something for you and tell you about our experiences. Uh, as you can tell, because we're not at the studio, we're not exactly in the same position, so it might be a little bit awkward for us. We <laughs> not as awkward as it is for me. <laughs> For you, I can't see what you're doing back there. That's the problem. (laughs) Holy moly, this is uncomfortable. So um, we apologize for that and hope you stay with us and and bear with what we're doing here. So let's talk a little bit about the cruise itinerary so far. Um, Sailed out of Seattle. We stayed a couple nights in Seattle. I believe we all did. What do you guys think of it? Those were pre-nights. It wasn't part of the cruise. We got to Seattle a couple of days early. That is true. Stayed at the Inn of the Market, and we've all stayed there before. And I uh, love that hotel. It's in a great location, right by the market, um, thus the name. And <laughs> it's, um, it's really a convenient location, some great restaurants around there. We came in just one day early, Chris and I did. Um, but it's nice. We've sailed out of Seattle now a couple times. I think this might be three times for us. Um, I, you know, I like sailing out of Vancouver better on an Alaska itinerary. Okay. But uh, a lot of the major cruise lines are doing Seattle. If you sail out of Vancouver, you go a little further north, correct? Not always further north, but you stay more inside passage. So you know that first day where we kind of have rough waters? Yes. Just because we're sailing out around, um, you know, kind of going more into the ocean, sailing out around. I think it's um, like we'd sail around Vancouver Island there. Right. Uh, whereas if you're going out of Vancouver, you kind of tend to stay more inside passage. Makes it a little bit more of a scenic cruise right from the time you leave Vancouver, but also a little calmer waters. One of the things I liked about Seattle is, first of all, I love our hotel. Mm-hmm. We stay at the end of the market. I Can you imagine can't this? Say good things about it. And uh, it's a great location. I love all the stuff around it. I love the shopping around it. I love the restaurants around it. One of the things I don't like is that market. <laughs> That's the big <laughs> tourist attraction. That's what everybody goes to Seattle Did for. Did you hear that sound? It was all the Seattle people turning right, us off. <laughs> right. <laughs> being mad at John. That's okay. I'm used yeah. to people being mad at me. The market gets very, very, very busy. And right. you know what? I think the first time we saw it, we loved it. Um, you know, we pick up some cherries, maybe a peach or two. But what happens is if this isn't your market where you're shopping to take your stuff home for the week, then you're not kind of invested in going through the crowds and the, you know, because it's busy. It's crowded. And other than food, I mean, they had some right. great food offerings there. We did. We took stuff back to our hotel room and, and had a little hotel room picnics. But other than that, 
I find a lot of the stuff is kind of, you know, flea market crafty yeah. stuff, and it just wasn't anything I was interested in. I would agree. Plus, you have to deal with that crowd. Oh my god, the yeah. crowds are so crowded. awful. It could have been the time of year we were there, mm-hmm. midsummer. Yep. It was huge, huge Definitely crowds. Busier. But I love the rest of Seattle. Seattle's gorgeous. Um, Kevin and I, we rented a car, and we drove out to the Museum of Pop Culture, which was a complete surprise. It's such a good time. There were great exhibits there. There was a David Bowie exhibit. A Jimi Hendrix exhibit. And one of the things that was sort of the highlight of that, there was a Jim Henson exhibit. And there were original Muppets. So I thought that was really cool. I took a bunch of pictures of the so Muppets. So did you just fall upon that? You didn't know that it was happening and look for it? I had no idea. Oh, cool. We were driving around, and uh, Kevin said he liked the building. The building is a Frank Geary building. It's one of those amorphous silver buildings, and I just wanted to go inside. Mm-hmm. He said, I'd like to go inside. Let's see if they have a gift shop. Let's see if they have a cafe. And we went inside, and we were totally blown away, totally taken off. Cool. They That's also nice. had a Star Trek exhibit. They did. I was so excited. Kevin was so excited. Um, we did. Uh, Jeff and I, Jeff Alves and I, went up and saw that. We enjoyed that very much. So that was a nice surprise. And again, Seattle's a beautiful city. We had a great time. Went to a bunch of different places to eat. Um, the pier is very close to where we stayed. Yeah. I maybe it was a fifteen-minute car ride, mm-hmm. a twenty-minute car ride. So I want to talk for a minute about embarkation. Right. Okay. It was. The craziest mm-hmm. embarkation I've ever experienced in my life. I was wondering if it was going to be different for you as a sweet guest than it was for us, because we found the same thing. I, I actually used the word demeaning. And John and I both said to each other, just stop yelling at me, because that was the attitude you got from everyone. Right. I got the feeling that this might be the first time they've ever done this. It was crazy. And it was like, go here and go here and go here and go here. And you think, we've been on other Royal Caribbean sailings. And it is not like this. So I don't know what happened. Where the and I know we've down. said this before, but it should be said again. These are not, for the most part, Royal Caribbean employees. Correct. These are port employees. So most ports would employ their own people, or Royal Caribbean would, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, contract. Hire, contract. Them. That's, That's right. Out. So these are not Royal Caribbean employees, but I'm kind of finding at a lot of ports now, when you're outside of the main port for a cruise line like in Royal Caribbean's um, Fort Lauderdale. They, oh, they yeah. kind of seem to have it down to a science. Disney, a Port Canaveral. When you're outside of that, it's a little chaotic and crazy. Yep. I agree. It was it was a little, and it was kind of like I just want to get on this ship right. and ha- just re- yeah. sit for a minute because it was so so nuts. Mm-hmm. One man yelled at us because we were standing in the wrong spot. Right. Right. Okay, so we got through embarkation. We got one of the things that did happen as sweet guests, we were allowed to use a different line, and so that made it a little bit faster for us because we didn't go in the big, right. uh, long line. We went in a separate line, and that was okay. We got on the ship, and we kind of, okay, decompressed and sort of said, okay, whew, our vacation is going to start now. We're not going to let that bother us. We're going to move forward. And we have some people on board that have not cruised before, and in talking to them, I kind of said that. You know, getting on, it's always crazy. Yeah, right. Getting off is always crazy. Mm-hmm. It's the stuff that's bookend in the middle that's, you know, that's the good and the fun. Right. Vacation starts after the... Uh, yeah. Exactly, exactly. So, again, we're on a seven-night Alaska sailing. We left uh, Seattle, and as uh, Tracy alluded to earlier, um, our first evening's sailing was a bit rough. Yeah. Um, the boat did rock quite a bit. 
until he sort of crossed over into international waters. I would say even the next day. Our first sea day was still quite rough. Did you really find that rough yes. sea day? I didn't. Yeah. I thought it was okay. We found it quite bad. I actually had motion issues, which I normally don't. And I know a couple of people we were traveling wow. with, and Chris had some issues that first day as well. So that first sea day up until, I would say, mid-afternoon was a little rough still. Okay. And then after that, and that, I, I have to say, kind of is norm out of Seattle. Every time we've cruised out of Seattle, it's kind of been like that. Now, I will say that two years ago when we did it as a group, I didn't find that one as bad as this one. Yeah, I don't remember it right. being, yeah. that, again, that first night for me, up until the point at which he crossed, he, he they kept saying, the captain kept saying it was going to happen at 3 a.m. and 3 a.m. and 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. I found it earlier than that. It Around at midnight, it sort of evened right. out, and we were fine. But yeah, I, it was a little bit like, and I felt bad because, again, we had people on who, first-time cruisers, first-time Royal Caribbean, and I thought, oh, shoot, I <laughs> hope they don't you know, think that it's going to be this way the whole way. Second day, we go to Juneau. Right. Uh, we did not do any shore excursions. Um, one of the things we did, we decided with this cruise was, even though we had a bunch of people on board, we were going to treat it as a vacation for Kevin and I. This was going to be a vacation, so it wasn't going to be running around and trying to be with everybody and try to do group stuff together. So we just sort of got off in Juneau and walked around and enjoyed ourselves. We arrived late in Juneau. We docked around quarter to 12 in the morning. And John decided that we were not going to have lunch on the ship. We were going to get off the ship and have lunch someplace in Juneau. And I don't know how he did it or where he got the information. But when you get off the ship, there was a shuttle that dropped you off in town. And there was a seafood restaurant right near where the shuttle dropped you off. And several of us got together and went to have lunch. And if you're in Juneau and on a ship, I would strongly, strongly, strongly recommend that you visit Twisted Fish. That's right. At right near the dock in Seattle, right near the dock in Juneau. Excuse me. I am going to go out of my way and tell you this is one of the best meals I've ever had. It was incredible. Yeah. Um, again, Kevin mentioned we got in late. That's just the time you get in. Right. Yeah, that wasn't any problem. Right. That was just we were supposed to arrive at noon. And we arrived when we were supposed to arrive. And um, because of where this boat docks, you take a little shuttle bus. Um, it was, there was a cost of about $5 a person. Uh, $2, I think. $2 a person. I'm getting confused with other stops. Yeah. Uh, 2 bucks a person. Round trip. And you got a little ticket, and they would take you in and out. And short ride, five-minute maybe yep. ride. Some people opted to walk it. If you were so inclined, you could walk it into town. And, yeah, my research involved, I looked at the map, and I said... <laughs> Where's the closest place I can eat? <laughs> this is where the bus, bus drops us off. Here's the closest restaurant. Let's go there. Um, it was so good. They're also... Um, they have a seafood business. So there was a seafood store attached to the restaurant. And the seafood was so good that I've already had some shipped home. And I just want you to know that it arrived at our house. All right. <laughs> there might be some there for Tracy, too. Maybe by the time she gets it. I was really, I was really surprised that you liked it. Me? Yes. Why? Because you're a little picky. That is a rumor. (laughs) (laughs) No, I really liked it. I like seafood uh, to an extent. I'm not a real big seafood connoisseur. I wouldn't say I like things that are cooked. I don't like things that are raw. Um, And I have some dietary issues that I have to be aware of. Uh, But I thought the quality of the seafood. Have to remember as well. I grew up on the east coast of Canada where. Seafood is very prevalent. 
And good seafood. And good seafood. Right. So you're always kind of looking for that good quality. You could tell this stuff was fresh. Like, I'd be surprised if it was 12 hours old, the stuff that we right. ate. Well, we had the thing that we had chipped home was actually smoked Right. Salmon. That's right. You had the smoked so salmon. So it was... Yeah. Um, it was processed, yeah. so it was delicious. But again, the stuff we had for our meal was just incredible. And the well, restaurant well, was right. packed. It was packed with locals, tourists like us, and also um, crew from other cruise ships okay. were eating there. Officers. And it, yeah, and it kind of speaks to it once you see the diversity of who's who's eating. Then I think you kind of know you're getting a quality meal. Strong recommendation and good value. I thought for fresh seafood. Yeah, I do too. I yeah. thought it was great. So we got out finished our lunch, walked around a little bit. It was a little bit drizzly that day. It was a little gray. A little gray, a little overcast, but it didn't sort of spoil our fun. We and still went 58 off. 58 degrees. Yeah, it was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Coming from Florida, this cooler weather is definitely appreciated. Right now we're sitting outside, what would you say, at 70, 75? Yeah. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Keep an eye out for whales. <laughs> Every once in a while I'm kind of looking off into this. It's like, oh, no, wait, i got to look back. I can't <laughs> stop, I have stuff staring at the ocean. <laughs> I sat here before I looked at the ocean and I thought, I could fall asleep. So we walked around Juneau. Um, one of the things that's uh, interesting about this cruise is if you look at the port shopping guides, all of the places that they are recommending are kind of like what I would consider Caribbean type yeah. stores. That's not coincidence. Diamonds International Internet, right? It's not coincidence. Yeah. Uh, Tanzania International, Effie, Colombian Emeralds. And at first, I looked at the map and I thought, "What are we going to do? I don't want to go from." Yeah. Uh, jewelry store to jewelry store. If you read the bottom of the map, it says these are paid advertisers. Right. So these are the people who right. paid to be in the cruise ship map. However, if you take a walk down the main mm-hmm. street in Juneau, there's tons of places that don't sell jewelry, that sell sort of local artistry and. Mm-hmm. And cool even stuff. the jewelry places, there were plenty that had signs out front to say owned by an Alaskan family yep. for so yep. many years. Uh, because what's happened here is that um, people who run businesses in the Caribbean have opened up outlets in other ports like Alaska. Right. And they, bring, they send staff down. So a lot of them are not local. And so places like Diamonds International, they're paying. The cruise line's getting a kickback on that. There's some yep. kind of advertising being paid. So don't look at that shopping guide and let it deter you. Because there was a couple there of pieces of jewelry purchased, but not from any of the large stores. Right. These were local. local we go out of our way when we're shopping to look for those signs. And I think sometimes some it's of the others have caught on. Because sometimes the sign was out front and I'm like, huh, you don't look Native <laughs> Alaskan. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, Lies. I mean, you take it for what it's worth. But there are a lot of local goods that you can purchase as well. Smaller shops. Our friend Valerie um, bought a pair of earrings from a woman who lives in Orlando. <laughs> So. That was uh, the next stop, actually. Right. But it was yeah. So that I thought it was a lot of fun. We actually yeah. didn't even go the whole length of the street. Mm-hmm. We kind of went halfway down, meandered, had a good time. Yeah, made same, our way back. Same thing, and, that, and we purposely had done that. This is our fourth visit. This is our fourth time on this itinerary. So we weren't like you know in Juno. Um, if you're looking for excursions to do, whale watching is is king here. That's whale watching in Juno is the it's the best port for it. So we, you know, we've done that a couple of times. We weren't going to do that again. Right. Uh, so people we were with in our group, they took a hovercraft out to the Mendenhall Glacier. Yes. And they did that excursion and absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are a lot of great excursions to do. And when you hear us talk about the fact that we didn't, it's only because we've done that before, as well as the fact that our own personal interests, none of us are real big 
shore excursions. Like, not none of us are getting in a hovercraft to go, go to a That is shore. absolutely true. I mean, maybe at knife point. <laughs> I think there's also a point where you say to yourself, I'm looking to do things a little, right. a little slower exactly. pace. Right. Yeah, and that was our purpose for this one as yeah, well. And we I wanted, wanted to take it easy. I tried to point it out when you know, we first started. We kind of said this is our vacation. Mm-hmm. So let's do what we want to do. And I, we've been doing it and having a great time. One of the things that we really enjoyed was both in Juneau and in Skagway with the seaplanes taking off yes. and landing. Yeah. And we said, oh, that looks great. I would never get in a seaplane. Yeah. Not in a million years. <laughs> no way. It's my policy to do nothing where I need to be weighed first. <laughs> <laughs> really. But as my we were sitting in port, the seaplanes were going right by our window. Yes. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. And even just sitting and eating in windjammers that day. I mean, you're looking at beautiful mountains yeah. all around you. So there's something about just being here Alaska that is, is beautiful and peaceful. And you're out on deck and you're looking. And you're not, you're, you don't realize how noisy cities are until you're out of a city. Mm. And it's just it's just peaceful. I used to live in a place, I used to live in northwestern New Jersey that had mountains, mm-hmm. that had trees and forests. It's completely different here. Right. It's just a completely different experience when it comes to the nature. Mm-hmm. We have mountains in Florida. <laughs> Space Mountain. Space, Splash. Splash. Splash Mountain. <laughs> Big Thunder. <laughs> Big Thunder Mountain. Gotcha. So after Juno, uh, our next stop was Skagway. Right. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Those days were really long days, it should be said. You know, like, in Juneau, we were there from noon till nine. Yes. So it's not like we arrived at noon and we were leaving at five. So if you wanted to enjoy local cuisine for dinner, you could have. Yep. Uh, Same thing with Skagway. We, you know, we got there. Skagway was like, like eight a.m. or eight a.m. Yeah. And we were again there all the way till eight o'clock in the evening. So yeah, nice long day. days. Yeah. Yep. And people did. People were off the boat mm-hmm. all day. Um, Skagway again was. Uh, we stopped. We had to take a little shuttle to right. get to the town, which was fine, easy, squeezy. Everything worked out great. No hassles. Um, again, a great little town. Uh, I tweeted some pictures of it. It's almost like. Um, something out of Disney. Right. It's almost like Disney made it, right? Right, right. I kept calling yeah. it Frontierland. Yeah. Where uh, Juno looked more village or city-like, Skagway looks like a theme park. I agree. Uh, again, looking at the map, looking at the port guide, Diamonds International, FE Jewelers, and all these, and I think... And Del Sol. Del Sol. <laughs> and you think, oh, really? I'm going to do that? Ignore that. Ignore that map completely. Fantastic little shops. We found a locally owned and operated shop, and there were some purchases made. Absolutely. Great. And, like, really, really great people, too. Yep. Super personal people. Yep. I, I will say this, and I'm hoping people don't get mad at me. When you walked past those Diamond Internationals, they were aggressive. Yep. The guy would stand at the door and say, sir, come in. I have diamonds for yeah, you. and I have free diamond. pendant. Right. And I thought, oh, my God, I can't take this. Walk past those. Go somewhere else. Yeah. I agree. What else did we do in Skagway? We stopped at that little tavern pub. We stopped and had, I had iced tea. Jeff and Val had a glass of wine. It felt like a nice way to kill an hour. Same thing. Nice, beautiful town to explore. Some of our group did explore, did some excursions. Um, I know Skagway, uh, the White Pass Railway is in Skagway. So we uh, had all done that the last time, which is why we didn't do it this time. And I had done it another time as well. Um, but you can take, um, from Skagway, you could take a bus one way and go north into the Yukon. And you're, when you're doing that, you are crossing into Canada, so be aware of passport issues. And then you take the train back. And it's a beautiful way to see a little bit, 
I mean, I'm saying interior, but it's really not the interior of Alaska, but, you know, a little bit away from the coast. Right. And you can see some of the, you know, driving through the mountains. It's a beautiful train ride. Um, so that's White Pass uh, Railway is a very common excursion here. Also seeing um, puppies. I mean, some of our group did that. They went to an area. They had an excursion where they went yep. to see the sled dogs. And they even, the one that they did was different than we had done before, was you could get on like a sled with the dogs pulling you and actually yeah. go around. So I know there was a lot of people in our group interested in that as well. I so, couldn't do that. No. There's lots of pictures of puppies floating around yeah. the ship. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody has smuggled a puppy out. <laughs> puppy out for I would get there and I would put all the dogs on the sled and yes, I would pull it. Exactly. Like, come, on. <laughs> come on. I got you. Right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's great stuff yeah. to do, tons of stuff to do. People, you know, as we hook up with people and they hook up, as we meet up with people in the casino um, and talk with them about their day, everyone had such great time in these ports. And I think that's part of your cost when you're figuring out the cost of an Alaskan cruise. Um, unlike other ports where maybe you could get away with not an excursion, take a taxi to a beach or something. Here in Alaska, especially if it's your first visit, you want to look at the excursions being offered. You want to look at what your options are. You want to get out. You want to experience the people here. You want to see the beauty that's beyond just the port. Um, so if this is your first cruise to Alaska, I think factoring in excursion costs is a definite must. Absolutely. Is this Was Skagway the Glacier Tours or was that Juno? One of them has the know was the glacier tour okay. to the Mendenhall Glacier. Yeah, where yeah. people can actually go and walk on a glacier. Yeah. People love that. Kevin yeah. spends most of his time trying to avoid ice. I do. I don't want <laughs> to walk on ice. But again, tons of stuff to do. Great opportunities out there for everything. Um, and that was our day in Skagway. Excellent day in Skagway. We had a great time. And again, we came back to the ship and just sitting and watching those seaplanes take right. off and the helicopters take off for the helicopter mm-hmm. excursions and things like that. Just incredible. Tell about the guy we saw getting off the boat who was in his camping outfit. It was chilly. Now, we're Floridians, but even the Canadians had on jackets. Yeah. I just want you to know. So it was chilly. <laughs> and a man got off in hiking boots and form-fitting shorts and a tank top and carrying a backpack. And he was standing near us, and we all thought, it must, I don't, where's he going? And some man said to him, a man who worked at the port, are you going hiking? And he said, yes. And he said, well, what did you do for, what did you bring for bear protection? And I thought, that's not even something I considered. Is there a possibility <laughs> that they're in town? Oh, yeah. definitely. Did you notice all the garbage cans? No, no. I didn't. Like all the major, gar- they were all like a locked system. Where, oh, where the lid, yeah, and so that's very common here. Bears will come right into town. Sure. What did you bring for bears? Yeah. <laughs> Gifts. You're right. Exactly. <laughs> Berries. Please don't eat us, bears. Um, Valerie, we brought yeah. Valerie. I just brought slower people with that's me. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I just have to be faster than one. <laughs> so we went from Skagway again. Uh, Tracy mentioned a full day uh, in port that day. Uh, on to the next day, which is the day where we go near the glacier. I want to go back just a second. Okay. Keep in mind that you're going to want to be off the ship in both Juno and Skagway because you are there for quite a long time. Absolutely. Everything on the ship pretty much closes down. Right. There are very few services. There's a, there's a couple of places to grab a bite to eat, but the ship is not operating fully while you're in port. So 
These are long days, so you're going to want to make sure you get off the ship and enjoy some of that time. And absolutely, you should do it. The other thing I, I thought was great, too, is both of those ports um, seemed like they were handicapped accessible. While there was buses and stuff to do, there was a handicapped accessible bus. Mm-hmm. So if you were in a wheelchair or yep. you needed some assistance. So don't be concerned that, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do if I'm in a scooter? They definitely would accommodate you for sure. So our next day is the day we drive to the glacier. We, we cruise to the glacier. We go into the Tracy Arm Fjords, uh, and it's very, very early in the morning. It's actually started this, this trip at 5.30 a.m. Uh, and all of this is in your cruise compass, the paperwork they give out the night before. You'll see what's happening the next day, where we're going to be. The captain makes announcements over the, over the intercom system. Um, so you'll know what's happening. So 5.30 a.m. is when we enter the fjords, and that's when you're sort of going very slow, and you see the mountains pass on the side, and you see those waterfalls, and all of a sudden a little piece of ice goes by. We actually saw otters in the water. Saw otters in the water. It's just, it's one of my favorite things. It was a great day. We got up early. Um, We take the advice of uh, others who have done it, and also of the, the... cruise guy what's the cruise guy dan cruise dan. director the cruise director dan dan and you know that's his name that's not what we, call we don't call him that <laughs> and we got coffee and some danishes and we sat out on the balcony and i actually filmed the whole thing so while we're talking about this i'm going to play some of the tra- uh, traversing up the fjords to the glacier keep in mind it doesn't matter which side of the ship you're on because when they get to the part where you're going to want to see, the ship actually does, I think he did it twice. Yeah, 360s. Two 360 degree turns. So no matter where you're on the ship, you've got a good view of everything you needed to see. Yep. And yep. then you sail, you turn around and you sail back out the other way. Right. So what you saw coming up, you'll see the opposite exactly. going down. The other thing I would suggest is once you're really into the area where the glacier, and we were not able to actually go all the way to the... Sawyer Glacier, which is normally what you would do when right. you're doing Tracy Arm, just because there's a lot of ice this season. So they kind of veer off once you get into the Tracy Arm Fjord a little bit. They veer off and they took us to the Doss Glacier. And is that my saying that right? D A W E S, I think is how yeah, it was spelled. Yeah, Doss. Doss or Doss, right. And so they took us there. The so a little bit. Titanic. Yeah, it's a little bit smaller, um, but still like awe inspiring. But once you kind of get in there and the captain starts turning the ship, I suggest yeah. going up on top. Go up on deck. And that feeling of you're in it, you know, all around you, you have this panoramic view, the mountains all around you, the glacier, it was sunny, it was beautiful. I just love that moment. It's so, it's so peaceful and people are, are ooing and awing about what they're seeing, but at the same time, kind of quiet in awe of what they're seeing. And it's, it's a pretty magical moment. I didn't know we were at a different glacier. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, ice looked like ice to me. Yeah. But Kevin kept saying, this looks a little different. It had yeah. some different sort of darker smaller, snow. Not quite, as, yeah. not quite as tall and not quite as wide. Right. I think the Sawyer Glacier was the much wider. The as we went in were not quite as vertical. No. Yeah. And you'd notice, too, as we got closer, there wasn't as much ice in the water the last time we had done it and the other times we've done right. it as well. Um, a lot more ice sailing by, a lot more negotiating around the ice by the ship, and that didn't happen this time. I learned a couple of facts. As you're sailing by the ice, the white ice is called growlers. And the reason is because when it hits the salt water, it releases oxygen. So as you drive by them, the, the 
bigger chunks sound like they're growling at you. And then the smaller chunks are mini growlers. And then they also said that the bluer the ice, the deeper blue color, the older it is. I'm totally blown away by that. These giant chunks of ice float by and you look and there's this beautiful, rich blue color Mm -hmm. sort of inside the ice. It's just unbelievable. Didn't they say something about for every little bit you can see on top? There's twice as much to see below the water surface. Like it's what you're seeing is just the tip of the iceberg. (laughs) (gasps) Wonder where they get that expression from. That's incredible. She does that again. She's going over the (laughs) bridge. Yeah, because one of the things we talked about was as we were floating through there and floating through the ice, as the ship would go near these things, they weren't moving away. Right. And you would think, oh, like ice in a glass, they would go and they would drift away from the. Uh uh. These were big pieces of ice in there. So um, possibly for me, that was the reason to do this cruise again. Yeah. I love that day. I love that experience. Mm -hmm. It just totally, totally, totally blows you away. This is our fourth time. It doesn't get old. It does not get old at all. There's just something about that day. Again, you get up early. You, It's just, it's magic. It's magic. We were not on the side that saw the ice cleave, the ice fall off. But apparently it happened when the other side of the ship was facing it. What? I, was, I know. Chipped. We missed it, too. <laughs> we were gypped. But some uh, gentleman I was playing cards with the other night in the casino was saying it was unbelievable. He said he and his wife were sitting on the balcony, and all of a sudden it was this giant boom, like a thunderclap. That happened to us last time. Yes, we it did. It was we, we just missed it the last time, too. We see the splash in the water. We had turned away for a minute. And uh, what do they call it? They call it... Cleaving. Calving. Calving. Not cleavage. Not cleavage? Calving. Calving. C A L F I N G. I disagree. (laughs) (laughs) Should we vote? No, that's all right. It's an unbelievable experience. Um, Again, worth the entire trip just Mm -hmm. for that experience. That spelling might not be right. I I don't know the spelling, but I think that's how it's said. All right. Not cleaving. Okay. That's me. The day we're now recording this, that we're uh, doing our podcast, is actually our sea day, our second sea day. So we've been floating around. One of the things that's great about the sea days is they say keep an eye out. You can see whales. Mm -hmm. So that's why everybody here is a little bit distracted. We keep peering out, hoping to see a whale in the ocean. sailed through heavy fog this morning. Yes, very heavy fog. This now, though, is a pretty calm sea day. It is. Beautiful. You think you're looking at us on our balcony, and we're not kind of... We're not doing this, rocking back green. and forth. Yeah, but it's it's pretty calm. It's a nice sea day, actually. And I think the ship is doing a really good job of providing entertainment mm-hmm. for people. Um, every time I turn around, there's something else. There's a, some other trivia game or special showing. There's been movies in the theaters and things like that. We'll talk more about the ship later, but for a sea day, I think people think, what am I going to do? I'm going to be bored. Yeah, there's a Never lot going bored. on. I think if you want it, you can be as busy or not as you want to be. Uh, tomorrow we will be landing in Canada. I assume there will be parades and fireworks for Tracy. Absolutely. Looking forward very much to going to Victoria. Um, we've been there before. Beautiful, beautiful city. Um, yeah, and again, we'll be there all day. Um, Victoria is a, a really nice city, and we'll be there for the full. You know, I think eight or nine. We get in, and we're there till five or six. So, good day. And again, I think we're just going to do what we normally do. We're going to take whatever transportation is provided, go mm-hmm. into the city, go into the town, shop, look around, find leave a place to eat. Leave some of our money. Leave yeah. some of our money. Find some place to eat. 
I can exchange some of those dollars for you before you get off if you want oh, to give thanks. you a really good rate. That's awesome. <laughs> it's par now. <laughs> yeah, you do right. know you're on video, right? <laughs> what do you mean? We need different money? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And you're in a different country, so be mindful of your cell phones. Oh, yeah. I didn't think of that. <laughs> Remember the last time I was in Canada with you and you had a really big cell phone bill? Yeah. It is a different country, Canada. It is. Yeah. It is. And the reason why we stop at Canada is like any other cruise, they have to stop at a foreign port. Yeah, and stop in a different country. Yep. And that's why if you're if you're cruising out of Vancouver, you may have a stop in Ketchikan um, instead of Victoria because you're already leaving out of Canada and going to the U.S. So they don't need that Victoria stop. So that's why usually you'll get a, a Ketchikan day, which let's is another a, port in Alaska. Let's talk a little bit about customs. Uh, the last time we did this cruise, the night before we arrived in Canada, we had to surrender our passports for the day. And in this cruise, all we had to do was fill out a departure form. You really had to do that? Yep. Yes. I was not aware. Yep, we had to go to... Maybe it was just John and I. Maybe, <laughs> I was going to say. This, for this particular cruise, we got a piece of paper in our stateroom, yeah. and it was just a declaration Canadian card. customs form. Yeah. yeah. And it was great. Very easy. I didn't realize that, though. You had to do that the last time. Yep. So you don't decide to stay. I guess. Huh. Surprised huh. they're still not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's going to be that. That's and then, that. And after that, we go home. We go to Seattle to fly home to Orlando. So that will be sad. And leaving the ship is always bad because it's not only it's leaving the ship itself and your vacation is over, but it's always like first thing in the morning. Right. And you got to get off right away because they got to prep the ship for some another group coming on. Anything you want to say about that? Nope. Nope. You got it. No, basically it's the same, getting on. It's kind of, it's it's a lot less magical that last morning. All the crew, I think, are already into, we got to turn the ship around. We got more right. people coming. So I would say it's a little less magical. Don't be surprised by it. Um, the, it'll be the crazy embarkation process, getting out to get your luggage and to get out. So that's kind of, I think, par for the course for most cruises. I agree. Yeah, so that's the itinerary of this cruise. Um, excellent time so far. Been having a great time. I'm sure the rest of it will be great, too. It'll probably go by too fast. Um, what I think what I'd like to do is um, let's save our experience on board the ship for another show. What do you guys think? Sounds think good. That's a good idea. Can you endure it? Can we be on camera for another 30 minutes on a balcony? Uh, on a mega cruise ship at a balcony yeah. near Alaska. Yeah, for, uh, for us. I know I'm cutting into your casino time, Kevin. <laughs> Not mine. No, no. I've already lost too much money this cruise. My casino time is done. Really? All right, so that's it. That'll do it for this episode. We thank you guys for listening and watching. We truly appreciate it. Thank you guys for taking time out of your vacation to spend it with me on my balcony. Um, what, we hope you have a great week, and we hope you have a great vacation. Vacation.